0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, we are going to be talking about the pandemic, the economy, and what to expect in these upcoming months. And so on a few of my past segments, I have discussed some of the pandemic, and I've definitely talked about the economy somewhat. But to be totally honest with you, When all of this happened, I felt like there was a flood of news, a flood of information, tons of astrologers coming forward talking about what's happening, and I wanted to not have my platform revolve around that. I was hoping to give you guys some space to go that didn't have the same thing over and over again, because for me, I get bogged down, and I get burnt out, and I get tired, and I didn't really want to contribute to that. And I feel like now maybe there's a little bit less news, a little bit constant flood. Um, we're still obviously in the midst of an unprecedented time. I just felt like now would be a better time to share about what to expect in these upcoming months in a very clear and concise little package. Okay, Most of my information that I share is in the new and full moon forecast. And I know some people don't want to dig around for those. So this is just going to give you everything at once for the economy and the pandemic, okay? So first of all, as I've been talking about for the past several months, Rahu and Ketu have been in the nakshatras of Ardra and Mula. And so Ardra is the storm god. It's ruled by Rudra, the god of the storm. It's symbolized by a teardrop. Mula is the dark hole in the earth, Okay, so both of these nakshatras are very challenging nakshatras. And so if we look back through time, when Rahu and Ketu come into these nodes, okay, they're very challenging nakshatras. When these nodes come into the nakshatras, we can generally expect to see something difficult. If we look back through time, when Rahu and Ketu were in Ardra and Mula, This was when the AIDS outbreak happened, the bombing of 9-11, the bombing of Hiroshima, the Spanish Blue. I mean, if we go back through time, inevitably, when Rahu and Ketu make their rounds to these nakshatras, it generally comes with difficult times. And so it's not usually the nakshatras being, or excuse me, the nodes being in those nakshatras themselves because that would be an entire 18-month span of time. It's usually a combination of things that occur in the cosmos. But because the cosmos are constantly churning and moving with different aspects and different conjunctions, et cetera, we can generally tell that when Ketu and Rahu come into these nakshatras, they're setting the stage for something difficult to happen, okay? Now, on April 22nd, Rahu will move out of the nakshatra of Ardra, and so we are going to feel a relief come April. Now that's nice, but in May, okay, not long after, we're going to see the retrograde of Saturn, the retrograde of Jupiter. There's going to be tons of retrograde in May, the last for the majority of the year. In September, many of these planets will go direct and Rahu and Ketu will completely move out of the signs of Gemini and Sagittarius. They will move into Scorpio and Taurus, which is, that is going to be huge. Okay, and then come November, the planets are going to be direct. Things are really going to start settling down in November. Um, However, we can expect to see a true positive shift for the better in late December when Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter are all in the sign of Capricorn. And so there's a lot that I want to talk about here. I'm going to try to make it fit into a smaller segment. Um, I am going to be referring to the United States a lot, and so if you live in a different country, this can be a good case study, and you can learn how to do this research on your own if you're not familiar, because fortunately, this isn't super rocket science. What you do is you just kind of go back in time. You look at what's occurred. um, You're training your eye to look for patterns, and then learning from history of what to expect could be good or bad, and then, of course, knowing the qualities of the planets and what signs they do well in. So, you know, it takes some time and some effort. But watching somebody do what forensic astrology, going back in time, can be helpful in the learning process. And because the United States is such a massive nation, it will probably affect the world at large. Okay. So moving forward. So as far as the pandemic goes, we're going to see somewhat of a release in April. The retrogrades throughout the year. It's going to bring ups and downs. It's going to bring confusion. It's going to bring conflict. It's going to feel like we can't move forward. That's going to be with us on a personal level, in our personal lives, and it's going to be for the world at large. Okay, It's going to be difficult for the majority of the year. Now, once those planets go direct, once Rahu and K2 move nodes, we're looking at about November. Things are going to start to even out. By the end of 2020, things are certainly going to be looking better. Okay? Now, economically, Jupiter is expansion, it's growth, it's optimism and prosperity. It loves to give and teach for the sheer joy of it. And it's the guru. Okay? Saturn is restriction. It's hard work. It makes you work for blessings. Okay. Saturn is also a teacher. But the way that Saturn works, if it's transiting your birth chart, it's going to bring challenges to the house that it's transiting. It's also going to illuminate cracks that need to be revised. It's going to make you look at what you need to repair, what you need to work on to be a better version of yourself. This is also true when it's transiting the heavens for various parts of the world. And so first of all, when these two planets come together, it's a clash of energy, right? Jupiter is expansion, it's growth, it's optimism. Saturn is restriction and delay, hard-earned lessons. So when they come together, it's like having two teachers in a room with different teaching styles. And on a previous podcast, I had talked about multiple different recessions and depressions where Jupiter and Saturn had been together. Okay. However, what is different is that the last time that Jupiter and Saturn were together in Capricorn was in February 1961 when we had the second economic, the second largest economic boom for the United States. And so you're probably thinking, well, Jupiter and Saturn are in Capricorn. Why don't we see an economic boom? Right? Obviously, like no one's working. First of all, the nodes are still in these challenging placements. Okay. Now, I also want to add that Jupiter isn't going to be in the sign of Capricorn forever. Second, right, the nodes are in their challenging places. Everything is about to retrograde. When we see those retrogrades, Jupiter is going to move back into Sagittarius, Saturn is going to be retrograding in Capricorn. That's going to be a challenging time for everybody. Now, once Saturn and Jupiter and Pluto are comfortably back in Capricorn station and the nodes had moved, come the end of the year in early 2021 we should see expansion and prosperity in the economy. It should go up. It should be better. Now, when we're looking at economy, we want to look at it from the birth chart of the country of interest. And so obviously, I'm interested in the United States. I'm interested in everybody, but I don't have enough time to do everybody. I mean, I guess I do (laughs) because nothing is happening right now. But I'm going to use the United States as an example, Okay. So the chart that I use for the United States is July 4th, 1776 at about 6.30 p.m. That makes it a Sagittarius rising. Gemini is in the seventh house. The interesting thing that I really want to focus on here is that if the United States of America is a Sagittarius rising, this puts Pluto and Ketu in the second house of finances. Okay. So when Jupiter comes in to Capricorn on its own, it's technically debilitated. That generally will bring difficulty for finances. When Sagittarius comes in to Capricorn on its own, that's going to bring financial difficulties. It's going to illuminate cracks in the system that need to be resolved. Okay, When they come in here together from history, from historical events, we can say... That when Saturn and Jupiter are together in Capricorn, they will hopefully produce positive results. What else I want to add to that, though, is that in February 2021, Venus, in the chart of the United States of America, Venus rules the sixth house, which is an Artha house, that is a wealth house, and the 11th house of great gains and fortune. So in February 2021, Venus will move into the second house, which is the art, the house of finances in the birth chart of the United States of America. And of course we want to consider that Venus transits a sign every 30 days. So not every time Venus enters Capricorn, we're going to see these results. It's always a combination of planetary influences that create events right? And so Venus will be with Saturn, it will be with Jupiter, it will be receiving an aspect of Rahu at that time. And so this is what I'm anticipating will happen. Okay, I'm thinking that by February 2021, we should see a positive shift for the economy in the United States. And I could be wrong, but this is what I think will end up happening. Um, And so very quick review in April, On April 22nd, the nodes will shift nakshatras. We're going to feel a relief. Multiple planets are going to retrograde in May, giving most of the year this essence of not being able to move forward, going back and forth, having ups and downs. September, the nodes will shift out of Sagittarius and Gemini altogether for another 18-month cycle, which is going to impact Taurus and Scorpio the most because K2 is coming into Scorpio. Uh, Rahu is moving into Taurus. So if you have any planets in Taurus or Scorpio or your Taurus or Scorpio ascendant, this is going to impact you the most. Um, by November, everything is going to be direct. By the end of the year, we should see positive moves for the economy. By early 2021, we should definitely see improvement in the economy. The other thing that I want to discuss is that Pluto represents... It represents big, powerful forces. It represents control. Okay? When the United States was born, Pluto was in Capricorn. We are experiencing as a nation the first Pluto return. This is going to give us, and keep in mind, Pluto will move comfortably in Capricorn. It won't be retrograding out of Capricorn again come December It's going to stay in Capricorn, I believe, for about 18 years, something like that. So when it comes into Capricorn, it's not going to shift right away. It's going to take that entire span of time. Okay, we're going to experience massive shift, massive change in how we view the government, the economy, and currency, because this is in the second house of the United States of finances, okay? starting in 2021 for the next several years. The, in the birth chart of the United States, Pluto is about 10 degrees of Capricorn. So w- it's going to take Pluto a long time to get there. But once it gets there, you know, and we'll stay updated with this, but that's definitely going to show massive shift and change. It's, it's going to be restructuring how we view and interact with the government, the economy, and currency for sure. So the foreseeable future is brighter. There should be somewhat of an improvement in the economy. If you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. If you'd like to follow my Instagram, it's astrologynow underscore podcast and on Twitter, astrologynow underscore. I recently started writing a newsletter and I have so much fun with it. (laughs) And if you're interested in subscribing, you can go to my homepage at innerknowing.yoga and subscribe there. Thank you so much for listening and wherever you are, just know that you are doing an amazing job and I hope that you and your loved ones are safe and I'm sending so much appreciation and warmth and healing your way wherever you are. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much.